Welcome to Swing Away. I'm Chap. As always, leading off with Coach Berryman of the Western Panthers. Coach, how are we doing? Doing well. Doing good. How about you? Uh, doing well. You know, the, the day was really well, uh, really good. We had good weather. Now the storms have kind of moved in, but uh, I'm inside talking to you guys, so it couldn't have been a better timing. There you go. So you were telling me before we started uh, recording, uh, you and you had your uh, meeting today with the district, and you and Coach Eisner were named co-coaches of the year. Yeah, yeah, it was a nice honor. Um, it's always good to be recognized by our peers. So, um, you know, we both had good seasons, and uh, and our district coaches felt uh, like they wanted to honor us. So, uh, it's a nice honor. We'll we'll take that. Uh, kids have done a good job this year, and we've had a good season. So, um, it's really more of a team award and a kid award, but uh, I don't know. It's it's a nice honor. No, that is congratulations. You know, you and I were talking a little bit earlier today because I was doing my research and the next win for Western is going to be your 100th there. And, you know, speaking to what you just kind of said, like, I know you're not a big individual achievement guy, but like they go hand in hand. Like that's a team award as well. Or that's a team uh, accomplishment as well. It is for you as a coach. Uh, sure. And I mean, any coach will tell you it's, it's about the uh, Jimmy's and Joe's, not the X's and O's. So, um, you know, it all goes hand in hand. Um, we got to lead the kids and the kids have to buy in and their talent plays. And then, uh, you know, you try to build a program and do the right thing. And, and hopefully it all meshes and blends together. So, um, you know, uh, we get record, you know, we get wins and losses next to our name, but uh, it's not what it's all about. So what it tells me whenever I look at a coach who almost averages like 20 wins a season, which is kind of basically what you guys have done, like that's the threshold, like that's the expectation how do you manage to keep that year in year out? Because that's the thing I think from the outsiders probably look at, well, that's a good program, but there's so much that goes into making that a good program and having not rebuilds, but reloads. Yeah. There's so many levels to that. Um, I mean, really um, it, it starts with the kids, right. And uh, their commitment to the weight room, their commitment to, you know, being an athlete all year long committing to, to baseball we're we're a baseball community where where kids are playing in the summer and it's important to them and their parents so it's big that they're playing and the, the parent commitment that they have um and investing in their kids and the opportunities provided through playing baseball even outside of our program and you know training and lessons and then you know, on top of that the kids and getting their grades and the other coaches within your school corporation who are working together and your administration team and i mean it's just it's all of it so there's so many layers um, and they all have to kind of mesh up and, you know, be supportive and winning isn't easy. So, um, you know, some sacrifice for families and as coaches and, you know, our, our assistant coaches and their investment. And it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's everybody involved. So when you have a program that's successful year in and year out, there's, there's a lot of hands on deck. So we definitely have a good situation at Western. You know, winning's not easy, and you guys have been fortunate enough to do it quite a bit. Sitting at 19 and two this year, uh, conference runner-ups. Obviously, you would want to be the conference champions, but we'll get to that game here in a minute. Uh, just to run down the week, you know, Rossville win 10-0, Lafayette Jeff win 6-2, Delphi a good Delphi team handled 13 to two, and then at LCC for the conference uh, championship lost 6-1. Uh, start at the beginning of the week, and we'll just work our way down. Yeah, uh, Rossville is senior night for us, so um, it was great to get out there and play. We had beautiful weather, and um, 
you know, four seniors all actually performed really well. Um, I had a big moment in those in the game. All of them uh, contributed at a nice level. So uh, it was nice to get that win and um, to honor those guys. And then uh, playing Lafayette Jeff, they're, they're a solid team. I think they're 9-13 and 13 or 10-13 and 13 coming in. They've gotten better um, throughout the years uh, with um, – you know, some of the talent they had, but they're a little bit young, but they, they're playing the game better this year under Clayton Richard. I don't know if you know who Clayton is, but yes, um, you know, he's their head coach and they're doing good things. And Denny Cass is a Hall of Famer in, in the high school profession of baseball. And, you know, they, those guys played hard. That was a tough, tough game for us. Uh, you know, we played okay. Had some really good moments in there, but uh, pulling out a 6-2 win, we, we got behind early and, uh, came back and won and uh, Zach Gilbert had a big bomb in that game to kind of open it up. But um, it was good to get that win at home. And then we went on the road to Delphi. We were supposed to play them at home and there's a scheduling conflict. So we went over there to play and um, we kind of, we got behind there too, though, and uh, started off a little sluggish and then uh, kicked it in. So that was a solid win for us. And then, uh, you know, playing Friday night at home, we were excited, a great opportunity to play for a conference championship, and unfortunately, we just didn't get it done. So um, we kind of ended the week on a low, but uh, we'll see what we're all about. We get to, we get to play baseball again tomorrow, practice, and then we got games this week. So um, we'll see what we're made of. The thing to note for me was, I think, in that LCC game, uh, that was the first runs Mitchell Dean had given up all year, or first earned runs. Right, right, yeah. So it's, you know, Mitchell's been good. Um, and, you know, Mitchell will tell you he wasn't on. Um, he was off a little bit. He kind of settled in a little bit in the middle of the game. But um, we gave him some extended rest uh, just to make sure he's fresh down the stretch and we don't want to overuse him. And on top of that, obviously, we have a really deep staff. And uh, Mitchell probably had a little bit too much time off coming back into that game. And uh, so, it, I mean, it showed he, he was a little rusty early and, and he wasn't uh, as sharp with his spots and, his off-speed stuff, but even he, he battled. Uh, it was a two-one game late, um, and we made some errors, which hurt us. And uh, offensively, we were struggling, so it just wasn't our night. Nothing, nothing really clicked. So, um, you know, we know what we have in Mitchell. We know what we have in our in our pitching staff. Parker came in late in that game, and um, you know, pitched fairly well. So, um, it is what it is. Uh, it's disappointing because that's what we've been building for. And that's a, a big goal of ours. And we knew we were hosting this year and, and uh, we played really good baseball through our side. And then, uh, you know, in that moment, you know, it just didn't work out. You know, you talk about this week, you know, getting behind a couple of times and everything like that. Like it, it is, is it a point in the season where you just kind of hit a little bit of a wall because the season is long, it becomes a grind. You start to see sectionals, you know, coming up, which is, kind of where you start to get excited, like this is where we make our run. Is is it just a product of kind of like, hey, you know, probably not our best week of baseball, but it's all correctable? Yeah, you know, we were three and one last week, so it's not like we were, you know, awful. Um, it's just in the moment, we just didn't rise to the occasion. So it's something we have to learn from. And, uh, you know, it's all learning experience, I guess, here in a couple of weeks in the sectional well, you know, that'll seal our fate or we're going to continue to go. So, um, you know, there's some things we can fix and we always have things we can fix, but um, we've played pretty good baseball. So, you know, the air bug hit us a little bit. Um, it's probably a lack of concentration. The game was a little bit tougher um, as far as us chasing the scoreboard a little bit. And, um, you know, they 
they made the plays and we didn't. So uh, I think that's just something that's going to help us in, in a week and a half uh, getting in the sectional, but uh, something we have to learn from and uh, bottled up. So we did a nice job after last season, kind of having some things be our motivation for how we finished. And um, I think we'll take what happened on Friday and use it as motivation and be better the next two weeks. Yeah, forgive me, Coach. I've only had two opportunities this year to talk to you about adversity and uh, and and a loss, so it's it's not really something I'm used to doing. Uh, so so the questions I'm not usually prepared for in that regard. Um, yeah, sorry. The upcoming schedule, you know, Missinawa, Harrison, Southwood, and then the Chris Rude uh, Memorial Tournament uh, out over there at uh, Wabash. Uh, last week, you know, before the sectional starts, is it just? Business as usual. Come on, guys, go out and do what we're going to do. No real emphasis leading into the sectional. No, I mean, there's some things that we're going to work on tomorrow in practice and uh, try to clean up. There's going to be um, – we're going to continue to, to work through our lineup. We're going to continue to to look at different opportunities for guys and, uh, you know, see who can get hot, see who is clicking, um, what's working on the mound, what's working defensively, what's working offensively. I mean um, – you never know in baseball, right? It's such a roller coaster ride as a performance based um, sport with our depth. Like we don't have just nine guys that we roll out there all the time. We can go different, different directions and everybody's capable. So, um, you know, where we were at on Friday night with our lineup might look totally different on Tuesday, which might look totally different next Wednesday when we start the sectional. So that's a luxury we have. Um, we're going to keep working and we're going to keep trying to figure it out. And, uh, you know, the guys that get out there and get a chance to play, they're going to play hard and try to perform. The guys that are on the bench, it's not their day that day. They're going to be ready to come in and contribute. And, um, you know, it's been a formula that's worked for us, and we're going to keep trying to figure out what's our what's our best path forward. You know, you mentioned that you have so many guys who, who can play on the squad. Like, is it a challenge to, like, make sure you're hitting the right buttons, or is it more so, like, I'm dancing with what brought me here. We've got, you know, good options to come off the bench or in certain situations, or do you kind of start to look to tweak things maybe a little bit to get ready, you know, in a week and a half? Yeah. It's, I mean, having 14 guys um, that can play at a high level is it's really awesome, right? As a coach, that's, you've got the depth, you've got the guys that can perform. So it's a luxury, but it is, there is some anguish with it. I mean, our, all of our guys can play and you just know that when we go out each day that, there's usually 10 guys if we're using a DH that are playing. You got four guys that want to be in there and, and you got to find a way to get them in because you want to keep them um, happy. You want to keep them excited. You want to keep them uh, ready to, to compete. And uh, I don't, I don't feel like any of our guys are getting down necessarily, but they want to play. Right. But um, I just know that whatever lineup I write out there, I've got confidence in. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's not always easy. You know, you're always trying to push a button and you know, if some guys can do some things and uh, maybe we need to move a hitter here in the lineup. Maybe we need to tweak what we're doing in the middle. Um, and, and you're always looking for that. And, you know, baseball, you're as good as the guy on the mound, right? Every day, you're as good as your starting pitcher. And, uh, you know, the other team, if you can have some better at bats than, than what they've got and your pitcher's doing well, then it makes the game a little bit easier. So, We've had a luxury this year of how well we've played, but we definitely, definitely looking to uh, just keep the guys hungry and, and you know, really keep them working hard. And, and uh, we'll see where we're at in the next, uh, well, we have six games left. So we, uh, we're going to play, we're going to play Madison Grant after this weekend on Monday as a makeup game. So, um, and we should keep some consistency with our, uh, 
playing practices going into uh, the sectional next Wednesday. So um, a lot of baseball in front of us. And uh, it sounds crazy, but uh, six games are a lot of games to kind of figure out where you're at. Right. You know, I was thinking, you know, this is the second to last episode of the year. You know, we'll do our last episode next Sunday. So this has flown by. You know, one last thing to touch on that. Like, do you, I, I'm sure this isn't necessarily an issue for you, but do you ever worry about like overthinking it? Like as far as like trying to like hit the right buttons or plug the right guys in the spots? Yeah, I do. I mean, because you're always trying to figure out a way to be the best you can be. Um, I mean, I guess that's just my personality if I'm doing it right. I mean, we're going to we're going to try to put our best foot forward every day. And, uh, you know, that's what's often about our, our coaching staff. Like Brent Owens has so much experience as a head coach and just in baseball in general. And, uh, you know, he's very good about having a voice uh, and what he kind of senses and feels. And Jason Braun uh, has been around the game for a long time. And, and he's in the same boat. And Ryan Smalley is our pitching guy this year. He's, he's got kind of a feel for things. So uh, and we, we all know each other and played together in the past. And, uh, you know, you just work through your staff and you kind of get a, a feel of what everybody's seeing and thinking. And, you know, you're just trying to communicate with those guys and try to come up with a plan. And um, we can overthink. I, I guess that's my job maybe as the head coach is maybe to overthink things and look at all the ins and outs. But, uh, you know, when we walk into a game, like we're kind of on the same page. This is how we're going to attack it. This is who's going to be in relief. This is who's going to be our stub. This is how we're going to win this game. Um, and, uh, I mean, we do a good job putting the game plan together. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do put a lot of time in each game and, and what I think is best. Real quick, coach, give me something you like this week and something you want to see worked on. You know, Zach Gilbert had a couple of big home runs for us. Uh, and, and, and the first one he hit against Lafayette Jeff was kind of in the clutch. So that was big. I really liked that. Uh, Dylan Bryant getting some more innings on the mound was a positive for us. Christian Ponell had a really good start. Uh, which is good to see. Um, so he's getting better on the mound. So I, I like our pitching depth even more there. Um, just things I, I didn't like is just we were flat going into the Central Catholic game. And, uh, you know, we, we just need to refocus and be in the moment again. I say that a lot. But, uh, you know, know what we're playing for at that moment, kind of refocus, restructure, and, uh, you know, get back to doing what we know what we can do on Monday. So um, we'll, we'll see where we're at. Always appreciate the time, Coach. Good luck this week. I'll see you next weekend. Thank you. We'll see you. Joining me now from the Taylor Titans, Coach Dill. Coach, how are we doing? I'm doing well. How are you, chap? I'm doing well, buddy. You tired from golfing? You sound a little like you just woke up from a nap. I didn't. I just got out of the shower. I went. I, I did just get done golfing. How'd you shoot today? Well, I won eight bucks. That's all I think about. I had a couple of birdies. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. So it's okay. I know you golf quite a bit. Are you up or down at this point in the year? I am up and up quite a few. Okay. As long as we can stay that Heck, way. It's been a good year early. I only get to go once a week. I mean, so I just keep stacking them on Sundays. <laughs> I got you. You're just out there hustling. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's, you know, it's not major dollars or anything, but it's, it is fun. It makes it a little bit more exciting, puts more pressure, more competitive. I do think uh, once baseball's all done, me, you, and Ward are going to have to go play around. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm excited. I, I told my buddies today we have 10 days of school left, so 10 school days. So 
I'll get out there right, right when we get done. 10 school days. This is the second to last episode of swing away for the season. It always like baseball season so long to me, but then it flies by so fast. Oh my gosh. It's insane. You spend so much time in the off season and not that other sports don't. Right. But it's our, our season seems so short because we're playing 28 games and I think it's seven weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it happens quick. So it's like you blink and it's over. And heaven forbid you get a week of rain and you might play one game and then you're trying to schedule them in the end of the, it's a a nightmare. Yes, it really is. It really is. I mean, we've had some crazy stretches here just recently. Um, And even without those rain, that rain, you, you kind of get into situations where your schedule's kind of like that anyway, where you're getting, you're having six games in five days and stuff like that. And now, I mean, it felt like the last three weeks because of rain, like, it's it feels like we've played six and eight or five and seven or whatever you know what I mean like it's it's crazy you know you guys sit at eight 13 and one um real quick before we get in the results you know Justin Doty uh he got injured this week uh you lost him for the rest of the season yes as far as I know Doty broke his leg we don't know the extent of it um I think he goes and sees an orthopedic surgeon on next week sometime I, I don't know how at one point, he was only on Tylenol during all of it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, so you feel bad for him because great kid, hard worker, second in the team, second on the team in RBIs. Um, he was having a good season. He saw progress. And um, this is, you know, one of those things that's going to test him and, and, and set him back a little bit. But I know this. He loves baseball. He's dedicated to it, and um, he'll he'll be back. He'll be back. Good thing is he's only a sophomore. Yeah. Uh, so so you know, come back ready to go for this uh, junior season, and and a, and a team that continues to build in the direction I think you're you're wanting her to go. Yeah, I mean, we've seen progress this year. Um, we you know we let a couple games slip away, um, and we you know we we're kind of slow starters anyway. And, um, you know, if we're just a couple, you know, bounces away, uh, errors away from, you know, or clutch hits, you know, clutch hits away from really having a better record than that. But I'm proud of our kids and their progress for sure. Coach, I've got some, I've got some numbers for you. Okay. So from 20 for 2021 last year, your total runs scored for the entire season were 115. This year, with still a week and a half to go of the season plus sectionals, you've scored 142. I lost you there for a sec, coach. Yes, I I was getting a phone call and I was pressing end. I didn't want it to. I didn't want to accept it. And uh, <laughs> God, I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, before I lost you, I got some numbers for you. Last yes. year you guys scored 115 runs for the entire season. Yes. This year with a week and a half to go, you're in plus sectionals, you've scored 142. Yeah, it's, it's okay. What others you got? You guys allowed 262 runs last year. Yes. We know the errors were horrendous. We've talked about that last year. Uh, So far this year, you've only allowed 184. Yeah. Yep. 
So when we look, I mean, you guys have more wins. You went six and 22 last year, four and 12 in the conference. You're currently eight, 13 and one, and you're five and eight in the conference. So like the improvements there. And I think anybody who may look at the Taylor Titans and they're like, yep, still, still a rough year, still, still not a great team. But when you look at it the way that we do, and we talk about this weekly, we're seeing the progression. Yeah. I'm don't get me wrong. I, I really feel good about all those numbers. We, you know, I know what they are. I I've been comparing them. I've been, you know, looking at kind of those, those exact numbers, errors for the season runs allowed, um, ERA team ERA, just all these different, you know, indicators of improvement uh, from year to year. And I, I already knew where we were kind of at. Those were fresher because I didn't look this week, but I knew we were heading in the right direction because our numbers were much better in comparison to last year, just in those few categories that you mentioned already. You know, looking at this week, you guys went one and three, but there are two games specifically that I want to talk about. We'll just run them down real quick. You lose to Carroll six to five. You lose to Carroll again, uh, 18 to two. That game is a scrub game. We don't necessarily need to talk about that. And then Northwestern, you lose nine to six. You beat Clinton Prairie six to two. The Carroll game and Northwestern game are probably the most impressive games to me because I think those are games last year that aren't even close for your squad. Oh, no. We get run out of the building. Um, you guys go was... six to five to the number one 2A team in the state of Indiana. Yeah, I mean, we had Michael on the on the bump for really, honestly – his first real start. Yeah, he's you know been in mean? relief most of the year. Yeah. Yes, he had one start, but it was like, you know, we couldn't we couldn't handle the the number of pitches, right? So we, we had to keep it that clean. And um, he came out, Carol, you know, knowing for a week, hey, this is my start, and just pitched lights out. Is this best outing as a Taylor Titan? Um, now, with that being said, we also played some decent defense um, up until till the fifth inning. And at that point, we were up um, two to one, and they pulled Eldridge. And so, like, our guys had really good quality of bats. The first time through the order against those, those um, what I call, you know, <laughs> studs, whatever you, want to, whatever you want to call them, those aces, um, we really do seem to have – minus uh, Snyder early in the year, first, second week of the year, we have first time through the order, we struggle. But since then, since the Snyder game, we've done a much better job second time through making the adjustment, um, kind of in two strike mode all the time, uh, meaning, you know, stance widened up, widened up, hands back, loaded up, ready to go, and just trying to go get, you know, get to the ball as quick as possible. And doing that, um, we've had better at bats putting the ball in play, and you never know what's going to happen. If you put the ball in play, you, you got a shot. If you don't, there's no shot at all, right? So, hundred percent. And I, I, I love that approach because put the ball in play, make them do something. Yeah, and they've done a you know credit to the kids. They've done a great job of after their first time through, you know, making an adjustment. And we've been preaching it and preaching it, and they're finally starting to do it. And we had, you know, played two tough opponents. And honestly, we gave that game away. That Carroll game was, you know, we gave five run, five runs up in the fifth. And it was, you know, even after that, we come back and uh, score one in the sixth and two in the seventh. And um, we had men on with one out and just couldn't get the job done. Couldn't get the timely hit and a couple of mistakes, base running mistakes. 
uh, cost us that game, really. Um, I know you're not a moral victory guy, but what'd you walk away from that game telling your team? Well, this is the thing. You know, we've been saying this phrase, put your best foot forward. Just keep on putting your best foot forward, right? Give us your best effort every game. And they continue to do that. But here's where our issue lies. We'll put our foot, our best foot forward for a game like this. We're facing a stud, number one team in the state. And then we feel good about ourselves. And I try to tell them, hey, guys, like, it doesn't matter. Um, and next day, you see what happened. Um, we thought, hey, we competed with them on Tuesday. Um, really, we felt like we should have taken that game from them. Um, and then I, we had the day off. It was e-learning, and I don't think we've won a game on on uh, days that we've had an e-learning day, by the way. Um, and they showed up and punched us in the mouth, and we had nothing for them. Nothing for them. Then cut to that Northwestern game. Well, so then we get Cole Wise, and same same kind of game, really not as bad, right? Or, right Carol wasn't as bad, but. Um, with Northwestern, we gave up, you know, what was it? Oh, God, I can't even remember how many we gave up in the first, but it wasn't good. Five in the first. And um, from there, we we only gave up one other crooked number. Now, we got to the fifth, and um, Cole Wise was at 61 pitches and then ended up at 107 at the end, and they had to, you know, relieve him. Um, you know, they could argue that it was – that was all Cole Wise. We didn't do anything. At, but at the same time, we had quality at bats. We were second time through the order. He had six strikeouts the first time through the order. You and guys after, were down 9-0 going yeah. to the bottom of the fifth. Yeah. And after after our second time through, during our second time through is when we got to him. We got it. One kid gets a hit, a laser to left. I think it was Kean Sullivan. No, it wasn't Kean Sullivan. I think it was Cody Groves. And then the guys started to think, oh, okay, we can do this. But we got in our two-strike approach. And um, it kept us in our zone. We weren't chasing pitches and out of the stretch. I told Ryan this today. I really felt like Cole might have struggled finding the zone. Out of the six stretch. walks. Yeah, out of the stretch because for four straight innings, he didn't see a base runner or three. He had a perfect game going into the fourth. And we broke it up. And then once we had runners on, he kind of started to struggle finding the zone. And we did a good job of laying off, you know, pitches out of the zone and walk here, error here, and then next thing you know, we're putting something together, and we scored a – we put up a five spot in the fifth and a run in the sixth, and then I kind of ran us out of an inning with men on first and second, one out, ball hitting the gap, and credit to Cole Van Natter. He made, I mean, the best play, and he didn't even dive, but it was just the best play from an outfitter that I've seen this year. He's a stud. Yeah, oh, my gosh. I, so, my runner did the right thing. He was at second base. He was about half. And then I gave it like two seconds and I'm like, go, 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 go. Because I honestly thought, oh, that ball's down. There's no way. And uh, Cole came up with it, doubled us up, and then into the inning, into the threat. And, uh, but I liked our guys fighting that game as well, right? We played, you know, we had five hits, but at the same time, like they ended up only having nine strikeouts. That might seem a lot to, to some people, but we also had eight walks. So I felt like we did a good job there. I've definitely enjoyed talking about the perseverance from this team this year because last year, you know, a lot of just rolling over and dying. Yeah, I felt was a lot of games, but you know, you you sit there at eight and thirteen, and a lot of these games you've been in with one inning really kind of doing you in. 
Well, I would also like to add, you're right, but I do want to point out Zach Landis and Kean Sullivan came in in those games and pitched very well, kept them off balance. Um, they totaled nine strikeouts together. Oh, wow. Yeah, so when those guys came in in relief, um, they really kind of, you know, limited the damage. Um, you know, against a tough team, Northwestern's good. They hit the ball well. Um, and, you know, once again, not a moral victory. We took it as, hey, look, this is what we can keep saying. We can win. We're right there. It just takes the one. And we haven't quite got that one where we're like, oh, that's a big win. You got Clinton Central twice this week in Oak Hill. Uh, real quick, Coach, give me something you like and something you want to see worked on. We have Lewis Cast Monday as well and Clint Prairie one game Saturday. One thing I like, our approaches are getting much better at the plate. We're not where we want to be, but we're closer. I love um, – or one thing we need to work on is um, just cleaning up our defense. We really got it. We really got to be able to win sectional. We have to have a – clean be able to win a clean game three to two four to two something like that and um we need to we need to be able to 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 do that in order to win sectional coach always appreciate the time good luck this week and we'll talk next week thank you you guys have a good day and i'll talk to you next week hey coach with me now from the northwestern tigers coach ward coach how we doing good brother chap how are you I'm doing awesome, man. Uh, did you get out on the golf course today, too? Um, did not. Did not get out today. But uh, we had our, our district meeting today, and I know they probably won't say anything because they're very humble guys. But um, Coach Berryman and Coach Heisner from Western and Eastern received uh, Coach of the Year, Co-Coach of the Year from our, our district today. Uh, so we're all that. So it's cool to see some Howard County coaches and some guys that you're going to be talking to uh get that kind of recognition they both had had great seasons um and both well deserved so just thought that you and ever and our listeners should should know that yeah i i did address it with a uh, coach berryman in the first interview and of course he is the way that he is he doesn't like the attention in that regard but you know they, they have had a great uh season i didn't get to touch on it with him but he's got a chance to have i think the most wins in program history or something like that or the most wins in like 20 years or something with the western panthers so what they've got going on is really well and of coach coach eisner and what he's doing over there in eastern is really impressive too not to be lost though uh new baby you know you're still in the middle of the season like how's life for you right now um you know life life is as good as it gets you know you got another baby boy and nothing's greater than seeing your babies born um did take the week off from for work this week just to kind of help get some things situated um have watched Encanto about 500 times um uh, with my oldest he's kind of into that um so that's been fun but uh, we could talk about Northwestern baseball. We could talk about anything you like. Let's just uh, not talk about Bruno, I guess. <laughs> I can understand that, Coach. You know, yeah. the Tigers are sitting at 13-5. and You uh, had a third-place finish uh, in the conference on Friday. Yeah, um, that was a big win against uh, West Lafayette just because, um, one, with our, our placement and conference, um, the way our conference works is – your, your place determines the amount of all conference awards um, at the end of the year. So great team win to help some individuals in our team and more of our team get recognized at the end of the year. 
um, but also potential um, second sectional opponent in the second round if we're able to beat Benton Central and they're able to beat Twin Lakes. Um, so just being able to see them and get a little bit of scouting and having a, a confident attitude into going into that potential matchup, um, I thought was big for us as well. So walk me through the week. You start off with Hamilton Heights, a tough four to two loss on your end. Walk me through that game. Um, yeah, I mean, really more than anything, we're just thankful to play. Um, I know everyone's had some tough go at it against some games with, with the spring. Um, and Taylor on Thursday was our first originally scheduled game and really beautiful weather needed to take advantage of it. Um, Hamilton Heights had a game originally scheduled with Shenandoah, but they had to make up a conference game. And so kind of late that day, maybe mid morning, late afternoon, um, able to work with, um, Ryan over at Hamilton Heights and we were able to get a game in, um, ended up losing four to two. Um, you know, they, they're a solid team. They beat us once earlier, um, in the year and a team that won a sectional last year in our division and conference and they, they've been playing well. Um, so nothing to, to take, take negatively really away from there, just ended up losing, but then able to carry it and get two out of three for the week. You know, that Taylor game was a quirky game. You guys got up 9-0, and uh, Coach Dill's team made a, made a run back towards you guys. Uh, Cole, six walks, very uncharacteristic for him. Uh, I remember the first conversation you and I ever had about him, about pounding the strike zone. Uh, sounds like it might have just been a rough night for him. Uh, walk me through the Taylor game. Yeah, definitely a very odd game. I mean, we were up 9 nothing, and, you know, it was kind of like the fourth inning, and we've got our 10th run there on either second or third in scoring position didn't get that across and really if it is a five inning game I think Cole was you know three outs away maybe from or probably four at that point from what would have been a perfect game I mean no one had been on base ended up giving up a a hit um then a couple airs and then a walk but um yeah very kind of uncharacteristic of him um I think just a couple things one between you know the the heat I mean him and most of the other pitchers this season have been used to pitching in 40, 50 degree weather. Um, and unfortunately they're used to that. Let's, let's, let's yeah. be honest. You, we like this weather much better. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, some of the games he's pitched have been five innings and, um, or like, you know, he pitched a complete game against Hamilton Heights when it was one, nothing, but still maybe only through 80, 90 pitches that, that game. And I, I think just the combo he got gassed a little bit and um, you know, but I think it was good for us and good for him because we're going to need in section at some point for him to probably pitch a longer um, complete game. And so just kind of building up the, the endurance a little bit for this point of, of the season and, you know, trying to, to work through that struggle that maybe he's never really experienced before. Um, so good experience that we were able to get, um, but got to give the, hats off to Taylor. I mean, they had it nine, six, um, and they actually had the, the tying run at the plate and the, the kids smoked a ball to left center that, you know, most likely was going to score two now it's nine, eight and guy in scoring position. Um, just Colvin Adder happened to be make an unbelievable play in the gap, catch it and double one of their guys off to kind of end the, end the run there. Um, and so maybe not necessarily the way we wanted to end it, but we've never had to, have a game like that before where we were up and then it started getting away from us. And um, it's real easy once it gets to that nine, five, nine, six to really um, tense up and, and start 
snowballing uh, mistakes, but we had a couple guys that were able to make enough enough plays and 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 learn from it and take a win from it. So this may be a hundred percent coincidence, but you know, looking at your schedule from last year, you know, this is kind of the spot where you guys, I think, went like one and four, one and five, something like that. Kind of had like a lull in the season, and the only reason I mentioned that is like, do you think there's something like throughout the season? it's long, but it kind of ends up happening fast. Like if there's going to be a lull in the season where maybe there's some complacency, it might be this week or two before sectionals because everybody kind of starts sitting there, like starting maybe kind of look ahead to to the Memorial day week where you start to make your tournament runs. Do you think there's anything to that? Not saying necessarily affecting your team, but like, do you think that's maybe something potentially that may uh, you may combat a little bit? Yeah, I think there's a couple variables with baseball and and spring sports. I mean, for us and for a lot of teams, you know, I think at the beginning of the season, you're kind of eyeing up conference and what you can do there. um, And then realizing, okay, you can't play for first. I mean, you still want to get your best, but winning conference is kind of out of the picture. So then what's the next championship you kind of view towards is kind of that sectional. Well, we're still kind of two, three weeks from that at this kind of lull this season, but then you've got things naturally with a lot of kids, you've got um, prom, you've got seniors looking forward to graduation, um, open houses, things like that. So there's just a lot of other variables. Um, A lot of these kids have been going at it since December, January um, to get ready for the season. Um, and, And so I think there's just a lot of variables, but I do think maybe not necessarily this upcoming week where it's the week before sectionals and you're trying to peak. But I do think these last two or three weeks or so um, it it is natural to maybe see a little lull from, from teams, as you put it. Now you do have a rough week coming up. I mean, you got Delphi, you got Eastern and in between those, you got Wabash McCutcheon. So it's a big week. You got some quality opponents for the Tigers this week. Yeah. um, You know, fortunately for us last year, I think this was the week that really, I, I do feel like, playing at your peak and being hot and having momentum going into the postseason. This is where um, you got hot. This is, is last the big year, this, is, this is, this is where we got hot. I mean, yeah. we ended up losing to, to Delphi um, last year, but played a really good game. Um, but then we're able to, to beat Wabash. And I feel like McCutcheon last year, they were really, really solid for a ranked team. Um, and we were able to beat them. I feel like that might've been the defining win that really kind of catapulted, us into the postseason, um, able to knock off Eastern, one Rossville and maybe a one-run game, um, and just carried that. So um, very important week in terms, not necessarily again in wins and losses, but playing your best and playing well and having that that momentum going into the season or Dang, postseason. Coach, that was a really good memory. You're because you're right. You lose to Delphi 13-10. You beat Wabash 5-3, McCutcheon 8-5, 12-0 against Eastern, 11-10 Rossville, and then sectionals. Yeah. So I think not only, you know, winning those games obviously helps, but I mean, 11, 10, you kind of feel like the pressure in that game, eight, five. I mean, we were down four going into the bottom of the seventh or we were down three or two or something like that. Anyway, St. Mullins had a walk-off grand slam. Um, Delphi was, I think, like you said, like 13, 10. So all those games were kind of down to the wire and a lot of pressure and a lot of intensity. Um, So getting used to that going into the postseason where every play and every run, every inning is big. Um, I think that was helpful as well. Uh, I've got some numbers for you, just compared to last year versus this year. Your runs scored last year were 146. 
This year, you're uh, at 131 with a week and a half to go plus sectionals. Your runs allowed last year. This is the big one for me. You allowed 184 runs last year. You've only allowed 64 this year. Yeah. Yeah, we're um, you know, I, I like I love the way we're we're playing, and I think you know last year um, we didn't really have any senior pictures, so all of our mat guys on the mound this year, um, you know, are coming back with experience. But a lot of our our defense, I mean, our outfield has been um, unbelievable. We've cut down on the amount of errors on the the infield and, and things like that. But um, I do think in the postseason you got to win on pitching and defense, and so that's kind of music to my ears. I didn't realize those, those numbers, but it, it does make me, make me smile at this point in the season, only giving up 60 something runs. That's what I do coach. I bring information to light. Yeah, no, uh, keep it coming. Keep it coming. That, that was, I like those. Yeah. Give me one second here. Cause yeah, that was the big thing for me. Cause you know, we get to this point in the season where it's kind of like, all right, what am I going, what am I going to talk about other than just recapping the week? So like trying to keep the bring something to light, but yeah, to, to have a 120 run swing, which obviously you'll probably give up some more runs throughout the season, but that, to, to shave like a hundred runs off has got to be pretty, pretty happy for you as a coach. Yeah. I, and I mean, I think that's where I got to give a lot of credit to, to coach Nathan Kirk. He's been our pitching coach the last couple of years. Um, and I think one of the biggest differences that we've had from this year to years past is the depth on the mound. Um, I know we're going to get a quality start from, you know, our, our seniors, but in years past where maybe we win one or two games of the week, when our three is going against someone else's three late in the week or our four is going against someone else's four, guys like A.J. Burkholder, Cohen Barry, Cam Davis, Easton Whaley, I mean, those are quality pitchers. Um, so Nathan Kirk's been doing a great job. Uh, Coach Josh Myers, who works with our catchers, having Lincoln and uh, um, Cam Davis ready um, every single day. I know there was a point last year where that hurt. Um, a little bit where our, our catchers seemed like they were dropping like flies um, last year. And Josh has done a great job um, with them. And, but yeah, I think our, our losses this year are five losses. Um, we have a combined total of, I think three runs within those five losses have been sh- shut out. And I do think our offense is much improved um, and that can keep us. A, but if our pitching and defense is doing what they're supposed to, um, we're going to be in every single game and have it, have a chance to win. Yeah, you mentioned your number three, uh, A.J. Burkhalter, with a 1.52 ERA. So anybody who thinks uh, if they can work into the bullpen on the Tigers, that doesn't really benefit you to uh, to get past Cole or Tate. Yeah, he A.J.'s done a great job this year. I mean, had a phenomenal game against Kokomo. is probably the highlight of his pitching. But, you know, I was telling Cohen the other day, kind of the comparison, um, when the Cubs won the World Series in 2016, the Indians had Andrew Miller that year. That was just having a lights out postseason. And what was so unique about him is like the Indians would use him in the third inning or coming come in for a save in the ninth or maybe a starter for an inning or two. And I feel like that's that's Cohen for us is he's such a unique weapon because maybe he doesn't necessarily have the innings or the starts, but that's because we just we just use him every game that that we need him. If we need him to come in for inning on Monday, he'll come do that. Then come two innings on Wednesday. He'll do that. So he's another just very valuable piece. And I think could be a great college pitcher one day, along with some of these other guys that um, has been just a huge weapon for us. Coach, real quick, I got like 30 seconds. Give me something you like and something you want to see worked on. Uh, something like just um, 
oh man, that's I'm running out of time. I'm falling under pressure here. Um, <laughs> something I like just, you know, I felt like on Saturday we played a lot with a lot more energy or Friday against West Lafayette. Um, seemed like we were having a lot more fun. And so that was nice to see from the kids. Um, working on just again, I, I think for us it's just the consistency with our um, offense and just eliminating the the amount of strikeouts we have in a game offensively. Coach, always appreciate your time. Good luck this week, and I'll talk to you next week. Thanks, chap. With me now from the Eastern Comets, Coach Heisner. Actually, let me rephrase that. Co-coach of the year for the district, Coach Eric Heisner. Well, thanks, chap. Yeah, I appreciate it. Sharing the, uh, the the honors with Coach Berryman over there, Western. I mean, you guys both have had two hell of a seasons. I mean, you guys are sitting there in the top of the area, and uh, I I just want to say congratulations for your hard work as well as your teams uh, being recognized and you guys getting the honor. Yeah, thanks again. Um, you know, really happy to share it with Coach Berryman. Like you said, both teams having great years, and hopefully we can both get on runs here and uh, do some special things for Howard County. And and uh, you know, of course, want to thank. Um, my players and coaches, uh, obviously, I haven't thrown one pitch or gotten one hit. So, um, <laughs> obviously, not possible without them. And I've got a great staff, uh, Kevin Wren, uh, Brad Miller, uh, Ted Crabtree, Troy Beachy. Um, got a really good staff at Eastern that, that uh, they do a lot of work. You know, I was talking a little bit with Coach Berryman. I think the same thing goes with you, too. You know, the, the, the program that you're building, you know, you guys are sitting at 20 and two and digging into the records the best I could find. I mean, you've got the most wins in at least 10 years for the program. Yeah, I'm trying to confirm whether that's a school record or not. Uh, the kids have been pretty excited and, and been asking about that. So I, you know, we're not sure right now. I got to go back and get into the file cabinet a little bit. And I know the 1999 team, uh, which won sectional and regional, um, got to find out exactly how many wins they had yeah i i can only dig so much into max preps they, they only go back so far but mm -hmm. uh, yeah I, from what i can tell i mean it's been at least 10 years uh so really i mean i look at this as like your second year you know covid was a disaster and everything like that but really your second year at the helm of the program and you guys were 19 11 last year and you're sitting at 20 and 2 i mean the the, the program at where it's at you've got to be more than satisfied um yeah last couple of years i mean i thought we had a really good season last year uh fell a little bit short of the goal of winning a sectional championship but obviously returned a lot of players um yeah off to a really good start and you know we got a couple of weeks hopefully more left here and and uh real happy with where we're at obviously we got some more work to do uh we got some more goals uh on our list to, to check off that hopefully we can attain here starting uh, you know this week a couple of big games with carol and then um, you know, the week after we get into the IHSA tournament play. But, yeah, I'm not, like I said before, I've been blessed. I've got a good group of kids. Um, a lot of people have done a lot of work with them before uh, I had the opportunity to coach them. So uh, really a team effort. Um, the kids took it upon themselves to do a lot in the offseason, um, you know, play a lot of baseball in the summer against really good competition, and then really dedicate themselves in the offseason, um, doing what they need to do in the weight room, uh, during our open cages, uh, during our bullpens. So um, and a lot of people had a hand in kind of what we're seeing this year with this group of kids. You know, we talked about it earlier in the year, you know, with, with what you guys had last year and you're getting some ranking attention, everything this year. And there's all of a sudden expectations, outside expectations for the Eastern Comets. And you guys sitting at 20 and two, like how have you, uh, how has your team responded or how have you been impressed with the way your team has responded by not getting caught up in outside noise and just continuing to put the nose to the grindstone and do what they got to do. 
Yeah, they've done a really good job because we've had a little bit of adversity the last couple of weeks, and I think we've handled it pretty well. And obviously, we'll find out a lot more about that this week. But, uh, you know, one thing that's really helped us is they've continued to work in practice. Um, you know, as the season's gotten longer, we've cut back our practice time, and it doesn't mean we're not getting as much done as we were before. Uh, kids have really stayed focused and locked in on what we need to do. And then having, uh, you know, someone like a Carol for us to chase, you know, we really didn't have a lot of time or energy to kind of feel sorry for ourselves if we got down in a game or, you know, with our games coming up in our conference schedule, you know, we had to, we had to win to keep pace. So having someone like that in front of us to, uh, you know, make sure that we're sharp and, and uh, we're not losing focus and, and, uh, you know, doing what we need to do to, to make these last couple of games against them matter. And that's been one thing I've talked about kind of throughout the year is, Hey, let's get to that last week against Carol, uh, where those games matter, where we have a chance to win a championship and, like I told him after our game on Wednesday, uh, second game against Clinton Central, you know, now you guys have earned the right to compete for a championship. And and uh, as we found out last year in the sectional championship and kind of what I've tried to share my experiences, when, when you play for a championship and you get in that atmosphere, um, you know, it's hard to describe. You, you don't really know what you're getting into until you experience it. So I'm hoping that that, uh, you know, that sectional championship game last year, um, you know, will serve as a good experience and, and help us out this week. You know, just jumping ahead to the schedule that's coming up, you know, you do have Carroll back-to-back, which is going to decide the conference. I mean, you're going to need a sweep to, to get conference, I believe. Yeah, so like, you know, a sweep and, and uh, you know, that would do it for us. Uh, if we happen to split, then we would need Carroll to lose one of their last two games. They do have Sheridan um, next, or I should say this Saturday. Um in a double header. So yeah, I mean, a split doesn't eliminate us. Uh, obviously, you'd like to control your own destiny. And, and, um, you know, all we're, all we're focused on right now is getting that game on Tuesday. And then once again, giving ourselves a chance to do something kind of special on Wednesday. Well, chaps coming out on Tuesday. So let the boys know I'm, uh, I'm expecting hey. a, a great performance. Awesome. I think we might be undefeated when you show up this year. So <laughs> I'm just, th- that's all it's going to take, man. I guess I'm just going to have to go on the road the rest of the way, especially in the sectional tournament. I have to uh, pay your travel expenses, chap. <laughs> Let's run down the week. You know, you had two with Clinton Central, 11-3, um, Culver, interesting game, 14-10. to Kind of walk me through that one. Yeah, um, very good opponent. I think they were 8-3 and three or 9-3 and three coming in. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie, when they got off the bus, they looked pretty good in the uniform, had some big guys, um, you know, looked like a very good ball club, and they were. Um, they had a big tournament yesterday that they host with some really good competition. I know they beat a very good uh, South Bend Adams team in the championship, so they won that tournament. And, um, you know, we, we saw about five or six different pitchers. They kind of gave everybody some work. Um, and we saw a couple guys, they had a right-hander about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, probably through mid-80s, good slider, another guy, right-hander about 6'3", uh, probably low to mid, um, and then a couple uh, left-handers that were pretty uh, pretty solid as well. So that, that was a really good win. They were number 11 in 3A, um, so we kind of, we got out early on them up four. Um, they got back within four to three, and then seven, three, and then we got up 13 to five, um, Tried to kind of get through the last couple innings uh, with some of our bullpen to, to save some arms for the tournament on Saturday, but um, had a little trouble. So brought in Levi Maverick, and I think he struck out four in the last two innings. I uh, got us out of a big jam and, and kind of nailed that one down. So we felt pretty good about getting that win against a, you know, a, a team receiving votes in 3A and a very good ball club. And then, um, 
yeah, you I know, mean, really happy with the way, you know, offensively, I thought we did a lot of good things. Uh, obviously had some big hits, but, you know, also worked in some short game, had some big bunts. Um, you know, we, we continue to have a pretty good approach at the plate. So, uh, you know, the innings, they had trouble throwing strikes. You know, we took what they gave us and then, and then executed with guys on base. And then a, a loss to Shelbyville, four to eight. Shelbyville, not an area team, so I can't say I know a whole lot about them. Talk to me about that game. Yeah, um, you know, 4A school, um, I think they started the week 11 and 6 and then dropped a couple in conference to a, a very good Newcastle team. Um, so, yeah, a, a real solid 4A club. Um, I think we saw the number three pitcher. Uh, you know, we threw our probably number four. Uh, you played okay for the most part. Uh, made a couple small mistakes. And, and we talked about it Friday at practice as we get into some of these um, – tougher games against good competition or bigger schools that, you know, a couple, a couple small mistakes just get magnified. Um, you know, when you're playing, you know, playing teams like that, and that, that's kind of what happened. Like I said, I thought we had a really good, you know, competitive uh, attitude, um, got down a little bit early, kids fought back, um, you know, had, a, had, had just had a couple small things we didn't do well that kind of took us out of innings. Um, you know, kind of, uh, ha had one at bat, we hit into a double play with the bases loaded, nobody out. Um, Made it made a tough. Uh, I don't know if I call it a base running mistake, but a guy makes a diving catch and, and we get doubled off to kind of take seven inning and then um, just had a, a, a slight bobble on a ball in the outfield that cost us a couple of bases. It kind of affected the next couple of bats, but you know, got beat eight four. But that game was a lot closer in the final score, and we had some chances there to kind of get back into it. But um, but yeah, like I said, not. I'm definitely glad we got a chance to play somebody like that. I think that'll help us. Like I told the kids, help us this week and beyond. Um, they they had some very good ball players offensively. I thought they, you know, middle of the order was, uh, you know, like a middle of the order four A school. So you know, for us to to be competitive, you know, like I said, we had a chance to win the game. Um, a couple of things go our way, and and you know, we're we're probably sitting twenty one and one. So obviously this week's coming up. We got Carroll back to back, then Elwood and Northwestern. Uh, a, a pretty tough week for for the Comets. Going to be going to be definitely be tested. Is the pitching rotation where you want it to be for those two games with Carroll? Like, do you have everybody on rest where they're lined up the way you want? Not asking you to tell me who you're going to throw out or whatever, but is it where you want it to be? Yeah, that you know that was one of our other goals last week. Was we knew we had to get two against Clinton Central. You know, obviously you want to compete and win against Culver and Shelbyville. Um, and I thought we did that. And then we also were able to, uh, you know, give a couple guys some rest and then also make sure we got some guys some work, um, you know, to set up our, our rotation and be um, what I would consider full strength, you know, with, with all bullets left in the chamber to hopefully uh, give Carroll a run for the money. So, you know, we, 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 I'm glad we got a game on Thursday. You know, we didn't want Corbin to go um, a week and a half without throwing. So we got him some work on Thursday. Uh, we also got Levi a little bit of work of relief on Thursday. So, you know, he's thrown two innings in the last probably, um, you know, seven, eight days, which, which, you know, we kind of worked him again, Sheridan and Delphi the week before. So to give him some rest while we still got him some work, I, I feel really good about where we're at. You know, Owen Taylor came back and had a really good start on Wednesday. So I think we got him dialed back in. Um, Caden Calloway threw three innings on, on Saturday. I thought he threw the ball really well. Um, you know, didn't get the benefit of the doubt on some, on some calls and, a, you know, a certain situation there with the umpire. But, um, but yeah, I like where we're at. You know, like I said, we got everybody ready to, ready to go. And, and um, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's going to be hopefully a fun week. Does the team have a little bit of extra excitement for these upcoming games with Carroll? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, we know what we're up against, obviously, uh, 
you know, their coaching staff does a great job. Coach Parkhurst, um, you know, I think they're still undefeated and ranked number one in 2A. Uh, you know, we're playing for a conference championship. So um, guys know that, uh, you know, it's going to be a challenge. Uh, going to be a lot of ups and downs throughout those two games. But, uh, yeah, they're excited. I mean, anytime you, you know, you get a chance to not only compete for conference championship, but, you know, do it against an undefeated number one team in your class, um, you know, that hopefully we'll run into, you know, later in the tournament. And we got a a lot of a lot of things we got we got to do in the sectional to, um, you know, come out to on top there. But uh, but yeah, they're they're excited about it. I got to tell you, Coach, I'm excited because I don't think you can ask for much more. You know, they're at the top of the mountain, and that's where you guys are chasing. So it's like there's no excuses. You know, they're coming to your house, and you're going to go to their house. We're going to see how it fi- how it finishes out. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, you know I'm glad we're hosting them on Tuesday. Hopefully, we get a pretty good crowd. We're gonna, of course, uh, you know. Uh, say something to our guys and you know all their friends will probably come out so hopefully we got a good atmosphere um i think uh wiou is going to be there obviously you're going to be there um should be a really good atmosphere uh you know one that prepares us for sectional as well um um so yeah it's uh we're looking forward to it it's a big matchup i'm excited i was thinking of some numbers i just want to run by you real quick you know runs you know runs scored versus runs allowed last year you guys scored 214 runs and uh, allowed 153 through the full season this mm-hmm. year you've already scored 267 runs and only allowed 90 runs with about a week and a half plus sectionals to go does that seem about right to you from from your perspective this squad you know the fact i've talked about your offense all year like you guys just flat out hit and score uh the runs allowed though i think has got it's probably been the most satisfying uh, difference in that yeah i mean i think we talked maybe early on you know i knew we'd be better offensively uh just with what we had coming back um so, uh, you know, not not super surprised there, but but, you know, the kids have done a really good job. I, I didn't think we'd be quite this good at this point in the year, but that's a testament to what the kids have done. Um, you know, the, the things that we've 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 tried to get them to buy into and, and they have. Um, and then, yeah, we got like I said, kids have got stronger in the weight room and, and we knew coming into the year, I thought, you know, our strength would be pitching and if we could find a way. Um, you know, to make the routine play and then improve offensively, uh, you know, we'd have a pretty good shot to do some special things. And, and, um, and that's been the case. And then, and then some, so, but yeah, I mean, pitching wise, but you know, with, with the experience we have, uh, you know, to being able to only give up, I think you said 90 some runs and then obviously score that many. Um, yeah, just uh, real happy with our performance so far. Coach, give me something you like this week and something you want to see worked on. Um. You know, I really liked, uh, you know, how we competed the last two games, you know, against a, a rank 3A and an and a, and a above average 4A. So I think that's going to help us moving into this week. Uh, things we need to improve upon. Um, just a couple of little mistakes we need to clean up. Um, you know, I, we kind of let our approach drift a couple ABs on Saturday and, uh, you know, had a, had a minor base running mistake. Um, you know, nothing that uh, from a competitive attitude or spirit side, but just some, a couple of those things we got to clean up that we can't do this week against Carroll. Uh, we won't be able to get away with them against number one team in 2A. So uh, we're going to have a really good practice tomorrow. Um, you know, uh, like we always do, prepare for what we think we're going to see and, and um, you know, be ready to go on Tuesday. Coach, I'm excited. Uh, good luck this week. I'm going to see you on Tuesday, and uh, we'll talk again next Sunday. All right. Thanks, Chevy. Thanks, Coach. With me now from the Kokomo Wildcats, Coach Weir. Coach, how are we doing? Doing well. How about you? I'm doing really well, and I, th- I think the cats are looking pretty well too. Sitting at twelve and twelve, we've uh, we've kind of had a tale of two uh, seasons at this point. You know, the first half versus the second half. I think things have been uh, a lot different this second half of the season. 
Uh, yeah, we're starting to starting to figure some things out and getting a little uh, better at the at the small things. So we've been able to put some wins together, which is nice. You know, you guys got a good win against Noblesville, 1-0. You beat Marion, 13-1. Uh, you lose to Harrison in extra innings for a chance to go play for an NCC title, but uh, you guys finish with a third place finish with a six nothing win over Richmond. Yeah, the uh, the conference tournament was was pretty good for us. We, we unfortunately got the four seed in the first weekend, which means we had to go to we had to go play two games the first weekend. But that was that was one of the first times we actually put two pretty good games together, which was was a good thing to see. And then you know we. We drew Harrison the, the first game yesterday and got off to a slow start. We were down six to nothing after three. And, you know, normally if history was repeating itself, we would have just folded, but we didn't and came back and made it a game and forced extra innings and unfortunately came up, came up a little short, but um, we, we, we had a lot of fight in us, which was good. Well, let's start with Noblesville. 1-0 victory. You had a complete game shutout from uh, Sexton, who was one of my players of the week this week for that performance. Uh, kind of go through the week. We'll start with Noblesville. All right. So at Noblesville, we were we were thinking of, you know, basically our idea, idea was to use some pitchers but not, you know, burn any arms so that we had them for the weekend. And Ashton started out um, – first inning was a little shaky. I think he threw 17 pitches, but then – he started rolling through the second and third. I think he got to the third with probably 31 or two pitches, which was, I mean, we, we were sitting there thinking, okay, that's, that's not too many. He can go, he can go another one. He just kept on putting up good numbers each inning. And, and then, then it was one to zero and we're like, okay, we're not, we're not just going to put another pitcher in just to, to do that. So we, we stayed with him and he continued for all seven innings. And I think he ended up 73 pitches and one to nothing win. So it was really, really good. And then you go to Marion with a big win, thirteen to one. Yeah, Marion is, you know, they're down this year, um, and you know that that was an opportunity we got. Everybody got in the game. We got a lot of people, you know, some innings that haven't had too many chances to play, so that was good. Um, but and you know, basically, we did we took care of what we needed to do that game, which was which was nice to see. So then you mentioned in Harrison, you guys are down six nothing. You end up forcing the extra innings. And yeah. then, um, so yeah, go ahead talk on that. Yeah. I mean, so we got, um, first inning we had, they, they have two really good pitchers and we hadn't seen either one of them. We saw one for like a 1.2 innings earlier this year, but the, the kid that started against us the first game, he throws a ball probably as hard as anybody we've seen this year. And, um, he, he's, he's a little wild. He walks a lot of people. So it was, he was almost effectively wild for, for the game, but, we actually had guys on second and third with two outs in, in the first inning, and Cooper Hansen hit a uh, just a, a line shot right back at the pitcher. It it basically hit his glove and and got it, got them out of the inning. But if that ball goes through, we score two right away, and I think it would have it would have been a different game. But you know they got some momentum momentum off of that, and they ended up scoring with two outs. They scored two in the first. They put another two up in the second. Then they actually put another two up in the third. So we're, you know, we're, we're struggling. We're getting people on base every inning where we got a lot of traffic, but we just didn't get that hit that we needed each inning. And uh, um, we basically worked, you know, we were going two, 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 three, about every, or three, two, every count. Uh, and he finally ran out of some gas at the, uh, it was either the third or the fourth inning. And when they went to their bullpen, we started, we started hitting the baseball and, and jumped on them 
they eventually brought in their their number one pitcher for the last uh, inning or so, and um, it, it ended up with uh, we're in the bottom or bottom of the eighth, and they get a one out single, which was about a you know a twenty five hop ground ball up the inf- up the middle that just got by our shortstop. The next guy uh, they they pinch ran for him. He, he got to second on a on a steal, and then they came up with a single to win it. So, but it was it was it was a good game and. You know, it basically left, you know, we, it, it was really the first game we've played as a group that um, felt like, you know, we, we actually, it, it actually hurt, you know, I mean, we, we just haven't been in too many situations where we had games that mattered like that. And if we are in those games, you know, it's usually, it hasn't been close. This was close, you know, we fought our way back. And so it was, it was a good experience and they, they understand, you know, what it feels like to be in that situation. And hopefully it, it helps us in a couple of weeks when we play them again in sectional. You know, something you said last year that's always kind of stuck with me when you said, you know, you can't want it more than the players do. And the couple of times that I've seen you guys play this year, the dugout has energy. And I think going to a semifinal to, to, to potentially play for the conference title probably had to have this team flying a little high, probably the highest you've seen this year as far as like the morale. So I could see where it would be really easy after that game to just kind of roll over to Richmond and finish fourth. But what did you like about them rebounding and getting a 6-0 victory to take third place in the conference? Yeah, that, that second game is tough because, I mean, we've been there. You know, we had to get on the bus at 7.30. We got a two-hour drive to, to the, that area. Um, basically we play a, a long game, eight innings. It's, it's, it's as hot as it's been all year. I mean, they, they had all the excuses they wanted to just sort of, you know, forget about that second game and go home, but we, we didn't, we didn't let that happen. And, you know, that's the difference. I think this year, last year, you know, we, that game would have probably been a lot closer and, and maybe we might even not want it, but, you know, we, we've got some people that have sort of been there before and figured out, you know, we gotta, we gotta keep playing and it was good to get that that win of the second game. And I think that's definitely like the growth that I know you've mentioned this year, you know, this, this team is, is showing a lot more difference than versus last year, you know, and, and it's, it's even showing, you know, I dug in some numbers, you know, run scored last year, you guys scored 167, you scored 141 this year. Uh, you allowed 192 last year versus 126 this year. So, I mean, the, the team has improved, but, you're sitting here at 12 and 12 and you were nine and 19 all last year total. Like the, the games that you last year would have expected to get kind of like steamrolled over or let them get away. You guys are hanging in and winning. Yeah, we're, we're definitely like, you know, the, the, the Noblesville game to win a game one to zero against, I mean, and they're a good team. They, they beat some very good teams this year. They've, you know, they beat, they beat Western, they beat Fishers, they beat Westfield. I mean, they've, they've played with some of the better teams in the state. And for us to, to hold them to, to no runs um, pretty much on a day that we were, we were sort of planning on using, you know, three or four pitchers and it just worked out that, you know, we hung in there. We, we, we didn't really hit the ball as well as we wanted to, but, it, but if you can grind out a one to nothing win, you know, you, you'll take that every day. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good, I think, what you call like a character win, like a 1-0, team, a 1-0 game against the Noblesville. Like you said, the plan went away when you saw how well uh, Sexton was pitching. And, you know, to grind that out, those are the kind of games that, yeah, I think make you better for here in a week and a half. Yeah, they definitely – because it's – you know, you're, you're in a game. And, you know, Noblesville's a good team. And, 
you know, the, the unfortunate part, well, I don't know if it's unfortunate, but we, we just don't have very many easy games on our schedule. We, we play, you know, pretty much everybody we play is, is good. And, and our conference, you know, is about as evenly matched as it's been since I've been here. I mean, every team finished, you know, everybody was four and four, two, one team was five and three, the other one team was three and five. So, I mean, we're one game away from being, you know, as about as even as you can get. And it's, and it's good baseball. It's good. You know, everybody's got good players. So we don't, we don't have any days off as far as, I mean, Marion was sort of a day off, you know, they're, they're down this year. Uh, Indianapolis tech was a, you know, an easy game to win, but every, every other game is, is sort of a grind. And, you know, when you start winning those games instead of losing them or, you know, just barely losing them, it, it starts to build some confidence and, you know, they're sort of, they're starting to figure out that, you know, there's, it, it sort of means something at this time of the year. We, we really haven't been in the situation where we can really, um, I mean, we've always talked about winning the sectional, winning the conference, but it's sort of always been, you know, okay, sort of like that, that should be our goals, but we haven't really been able to do that. And this year we sort of started stressing, you know, where we stood in the conference, you know, after about the second week and, you know, what we needed to do to get to a certain point. And, um, you know, it actually starts making the kid because quite honestly, a lot of the kids on the team that they don't even think in that, those terms, you know, they don't even follow the standings in the, in the conference. It's just, it's just a different mentality. And when you start getting them to start thinking about, you know, we can win a championship here and we can compete for the sectional and it st starts to mean something. And, you know, a couple of weeks ago when, you know, we were talking about, you know, the Perkins and Wade's and all that stuff, they didn't win sectionals either. So, like, when you sit here, like, what are we talking about? Like, this team can be the first team in a long time to do something right. for the Cats. And so, like you said, it's easy to sit here and say sectional champion, but can you put it together to make that happen? And I think you're starting to see signs that, guys, if, if, if we do this right and the momentum keeps building, it's very achievable. Right. And, and a good thing about Saturday, we, we actually saw, you know, we got to see fish. I mean, not Fisher, we, we got to see Harrison's basically that we've now seen their entire pitching staff, you know, the two guys that are pretty much their best two. We didn't see them during the conference games and it was good to, to see them on Saturday. Now we, I mean, we, we've been talking about them. We've been, you know, we've been putting practice plans together to work on things that they, those two pitchers can do. And now that they've got an actual, you know, face and a name with what we've been talking about, it's it's gonna it's gonna make a difference in a couple of weeks, I think. I feel like your pitching staff the last half of the season has been night and day different from the first half of the season. Like you've got guys showing up and you're getting the best out of your arms. Yeah, we are. I mean, just like the the start that Ashton got, you know, again, we thought maybe maybe one or two or three innings, it just depending on pitch count. But then when he started just you know, having really good success, you know, we didn't want to, we didn't want to take that away from him because it's like, you know, that's, it doesn't, it doesn't happen all the time. And he just kept rolling. So we, we stayed with him and, and, you know, it might've hurt us on Saturday because we came back, we started him again on Saturday and he wasn't quite as sharp. And, and you know, he, he, he threw 73 pitches on Tuesday. So, you know, maybe he was a little tired, but, you know, to get that confidence to, to go a complete game against a, you know, a pretty good team is, you know, that'll pay dividends down the line. You know, the upcoming schedule, you got Westfield, Hamilton Heights, Muncie Central, and then we're into sectional week. Right. Yep. It goes, <laughs> it goes quick. I've been talking to all the other coaches, you know, it's like, it's such a long season, but you know, us doing these shows every week, it's flown by. 
And so obviously with this week, your, your pitching situation is probably different than a lot of other teams. So like, do you have a plan on how you want to attack this week to be prepared for sectional week? Um, this week is, you know, the, the, the tough thing about our schedule is th- this game tomorrow against Westfield is really not, not that, not that it's only because of Westfield, but just a Monday after a, a, a tournament where, I mean, every year we play two games on, on yesterday, depending on, you know, unless we're the last place team in the conference and we lose the first game. But so you're always coming off two games that, you know, somewhat mean something you're using whatever pitchers you've got to try to get through the end. Now you come to Monday and, you know, you really don't have a whole lot left pitching wise. So um, it's always tough to come back and play on this, you know, right after that. But, you know, we, we've got maybe two or three guys that really haven't pitched a lot this year that are going to get a chance tomorrow. And hopefully, you know, if they can, if they can show us something against a good team, then that's going to help us, you know, in the next week or two. Otherwise tomorrow equates to the quote unquote bullpen game. Uh, yeah, it could be, but you never, you never know. I mean, I thought, I thought the, that's uh, what Nobles- you played last week. Yeah. yeah. Noblesville was supposed to be a bullpen game too. So you, you never know. So let but, that but, be a, let that be a message to anybody on the staff. Like when you get an opportunity run with it. Exactly. Yes. Cause like you said, you, they haven't got a whole lot of looks like, okay, he, here's your opportunity <laughs> at the perfect time when the tournament's coming. Like, and you can never have too many arms. Right. Coach, now, the, give me the, some- the, yeah, the only the only other thing about that is you know we play, you know Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, and then and then we're pretty much off for a week, which is not not always the best thing. So we got to try to make some practices competitive. The next week we might you know have a little inner squad scrimmage and keep some arms going, but we'll see what happens. Coach, give me something you like and something you want to see worked on this week. Um, I like the fact that we were able to come back against, uh, you know, Harrison's a good team. They won the sectional last year. They almost, you know, they were in the regional finals, uh, ends up winning the NCC tournament. So, I mean, they, you know, they're a good team and they're who we face, you know, in the sectional. So that was really good to see us not just, you know, fold, fold it up and, and call it a game. And we made it a, we made it a really good game. Uh, what we need to work on, which is sort of the same that we've always all year is that, if we can get all nine guys in the lineup um, with a competitive at bat, then, you know, we've got a pretty good chance to, to make things happen. We, we've had some s- situations just like this against Harrison Saturday. We had probably three or four innings where we had guys in scoring position with less than two outs and we couldn't get them in. So uh, hopefully that, you know, we can continue to, to work on that. Well, unless we figure out how to clone John Curl in the next week, uh, everybody <laughs> else needs to step up. Yep. Coach, I always appreciate the time. Good luck this week. And uh, we'll talk one last time this season uh, next Sunday. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Coach. See you.